Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com What's up, everybody? It's me, Tom. And, of course, Wiggy, with me is Miggy420, and we have a wonderful Sunday show for you. It is going to be about when is federal legalization coming. Miggy, can you tell the people when you think federal legalization is going to be here? Dude, my crystal ball says uh, uh, states will do it individually before the federal happens. But I know we have three bills in line. And, and you know, like, if the powers are good, can just all come to agreement. Maybe one will happen, right? Well, that's what we have on the docket for next week. And so one of the bills that we're going to be discussing, it has a press conference for tomorrow. The MACE-led uh, one, which I believe is going to be called the States Act, has one for tomorrow. But thank you so much for tuning in. If you're on the podcast verse, you can't smash like or click subscribe, but you download it. So we really want to appreciate you on that one. Uh, yeah. And so one of the bills, oh, yeah. the, the one that really has just been in and out and in and out for, for forever, uh, first, you know, I'm going to share my screen. That's going to be the name that strain later on teaser on that one, but the safe banking Act, introduced and sponsored by representative Earl Pearl muter, uh, Democrat out of Colorado. Uh, and so that's gone through, it was introduced and last action, I guess was on 420, 2021 received in the Senate and read twice because this bill has been out of Congress so many times. It's like a dog that just cannot stay in its kennel. Uh, and, you know, it, yeah. it just hits the brick wall called the Senate and they just bring it right back to uh, and then they don't even discuss it, you know. Well, That's isn't it supposed to be riding on something like one of the. Right. But is yes. it riding on the uh, coming up the uh, uh, the budget? Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you would think like, yeah, I, it makes sense. I, I understand. I just again, I've, I've, I've said this for the past two years and I hate Schumer's grandstanding about like, oh, I don't want it to let the uh the more act through without the the bullshit caca bill through and then you know like we don't want to let safe banking because we want to worry and i agree like it'd be great in a perfect world we take care of all the prisoners and everybody first but Mm -hmm. i think again rich people don't want to go to jail so we got to create these laws so people can do rightful business and interstate commerce and whatnot and then we can release everybody yay Right. And then we can release everybody. But yeah, that's exactly where it's gone. And so the House officially passed the defense bill with the marijuana banking protections. So they, the actual safe banking act itself, nothing's happened. But then they're like tacking it on to stuff that they know the government needs to fund itself to stay open. 
and it's going to get through the Senate somehow, perhaps because you're going to give them safe banking. I don't know. That's what the continuing resolution would, because when does the government run out of money now? December 18th, oh, it's coming up. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. coming up. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, and I hope so. I just, you know, dude, like with, um, I don't know, man, like with recent politics and things getting pushed through, you would think like cannabis would be like the number one issue, but how how is it like when they're going through it, they're going to push this goddamn budgeting through, and then like it's going to be like that one thing that comes to like the negotiation between the R's and D's, and that's going to be like, well, if you take rid of safe banking, we'll pass the other hundred trillion or whatever the case is. Like, yeah. why do you have know. such a hard on for cannabis, which would benefit everybody? I don't know. But like speaking of that, you know, I want to give a shout out to all of our members. We're not allowed to monetize the channel. And so we actually uh, uh, you know, thank you for your support. Helps us make these things uh, get your. So if you are a member, please do get your questions in and we will answer them or let us know when you think uh, cannabis legalization will be here at the federal level. Do you do you know how long the Moore Act has been in the Senate? Three years. Nope. You see, because it didn't get to the Senate until it was passed and it was passed and sent to the Senate uh, on 12, seven of 2020. So they, they probably, you know, passed this thing many, many times since it was first introduced on, uh, oh, actually this was last Congress. And so uh, Congress is every two years and this one's from um, 12, seven, 2021. Uh, so that was after that election. So now it's, it's back and they've passed it and then it just gets to the Senate and the thing that just sits there. But here's the synopsis of the Moore Act. These are the, the things that the Moore Act would do if it was passed. And this is what the Democrats in Congress would like to see happen with their version of legalization. It replaces the statutory reference to marijuana or marijuana with an H with cannabis, requires the BLS to regularly publish data on can cannabis business owners and employees, establishes a trust to support various programs and services for individuals in uh, communities impacted by the war on drugs, it imposes an excise tax on cannabis products, and that's where the taxes get too high. Makes us the SBA loans yeah. and services available to cannabis-related legitimate businesses. That would be cannabis businesses with a license from a state. And directs the Government Accountability Office to study societal impacts on cannabis legalization. And then also uh, the mass expungements. They expunge the convictions and conduct sentencing review. So it's, it's a great comprehensive bill. I like it better than what they had in the Senate. But it looks like the, the bill that's going to be released maybe even tomorrow because Congress Lady Mace has on her schedule a, um, what do they call that, a press conference. And so she's got a press conference scheduled yeah. tomorrow. Well, and then in that little synopsis, there was no mention of the, uh, the the descheduling, which I think is fundamental to this whole situation. Yep. You know, yeah. Yeah. get rid of, yeah. It's interesting. So, But then I guess... They, they do because they say they replace, but look, they didn't give it much, you know, cred. They didn't stress on it too much. They just said replace statutory references to marijuana and marijuana with cannabis. So they just kill the term marijuana as a term of art at federal law, which is a great thing. And they replace it with a new uh, term of art called cannabis. I, I, you know, I, I, semantically wise, you know, it's funny how this is an American issue, the marijuana with an H and J, right? It's like, uh, the English language that adopted the the, the Hispanic tone or whatever, and, and like just to make it like sound evil in nature, which is crazy. Can you imagine if like we had the same issue with, like cannabis but with a K? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how is it that Americans like spelling is fundamental in like for propaganda and whatnot? 
spelling America. We get it wrong. And then uh, sometimes we also don't have nice acts like Safe Banking or More Act. We get something from Senator Cory Booker, Senator Ron Wyden, Senator Chuck Schumer, and that's the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. And here is at democrats.senate.gov. You can find their downloadable 30-page Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act discussion draft where they can uh, you know, discuss what types of things are going to actually be in it. Their table of contents provides um, many of the same things that the MORE Act does. However, the taxes on this are pretty obscene. Like they go all the way up to 25%. They also mandate a lot of GMP certification requirements that will put up the price of doing business, especially the cultivation and manufacturing side of the business so much. But then they're also saying that it's trying to reduce the barriers of entry. And I just didn't see that when I was reading it. I didn't see it have reduction of the no. barriers of entry at all. <laughs> like Not with increasing that tax the cost rate, of business. You know, that tax, yeah, 25% tax and everything has to be GMP certified. You know, that's like well, way more than restaurants have to put up with. But they know restaurants don't have to be GMP yeah. certified, you know? Well, no, but again, you're being part of a process. Good manufacturing process is just always right. an integral to any good business. So you can, have, that, that's a simple part. But paying 25% on top of whatever be the state, you know, because right here in Washington, I think the state is like 28%. So just for the grower, the grower gets just, you know, slaughtered in his pocket, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why it's unfortunate where the big growers uh, kind of have a better. Uh, the power because they buy in bulk they buy in bulk and they can buy quality products at bulk for cheaper prices which makes it unfair competition right right and then here's one of the interesting aspects of it remember this is what the government wants the taxation taxation of cannabis and establishment of the trust fund this is on page 14 out of the 30 page document that these senators have put together uh, and they explain, you know, the present law and they reference that IRC 280E, the double taxes things. Uh, for example, certain cigars are taxed around and then it starts saying, hey, let's let's uh, look at other similarly taxed things. And they're going to go through the tax rates for alcohol and for cigarettes. So this is kind of neat. Here's the tax rates for alcohol, beer. And see, there's the reg, 18 bucks a barrel. I did not know that Damn. beer was taxed at $18 a barrel. And then there's distilled spirits. 1350 per proof gallon and proof gallon of course is a defined term uh and then there's wine look at that look at the uh the, the, that's that just crazy type of taxation on wines yeah yeah but like something like that is i mean obviously like per barrel 18 dollars. yeah but look that at the, how cheap the hard cider is 22 cents a gallon yeah. what that so Holy like God. all these hard ciders they're so cheap a gallon uh, at 22 cents a gallon, like wines above 24% are, de- are taxed as spirits. Naturally sparkling wines, aka your champagnes, uh, they are taxed at $3.40 a gallon. Um, and then artificially carbonated wines, which is silly, uh, $3.30 a gallon. But then you get to hard cider and it's like 22 cents a gallon. And how many gallons are in a barrel? Oh, Cannabis no, legalization news. <laughs> I mean, that's a Google search, but the, the thing is, though, you know, when you, the tax, I think this tax argument is going to be the new, like, I guess, activist uh, debate, you know, whether it's like, whether you call it marijuana versus cannabis, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's going to be like, and then it's also along the lines of uh, 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 the schedule versus uh, off schedule, right? Like, we have these semantical debates about uh, 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 
how to get to the the, the, the path, but it's thirty one point five U.S. gallons in a barrel. Um, thirty one point uh, five U.S. gallons. So you're paying about fifty cents a gallon tax on beer and twenty two cents a gallon tax on hard ciders. Can we get so? Is that, is that why all these new? Um, I'm seeing fifty five gallons right here, but. Well, how are how are Zima's tax? I, I realize this isn't 1991 anymore, and Zima's no longer a product. How are um, White Claws taxed or Trulies? You know, all those seltzers. Those seltzers is that why they're so far? Is that why sure. they're everywhere because they have the lowest tax or something like that? But then I'm not sure about that. But you know, my, like the, what I was saying about the taxes. So I wanted to show you uh, uh, earlier today. It's just funny because uh, do you, you remember the little girl Alexis Bartel who's in a, a lawsuit? Okay. Well, she tweeted today, uh, uh, Canvas saves the world, you know, more taxes equal stronger government. I will never support Canvas taxes because they make the government that has been at war with patients for almost 100 years stronger. We need to keep our money and make them weaker. Demand freedom instead of don't settle. I I, I, I like her sentiment, but I, I, I feel like, and I, I get it, man. Like, I wanted to burn the system down. I totally was like, we're going to, this, but the way for process, the way for real change to happen is going to be to taxes and it's going to be infrastructure and it's going to be like ideally i get it man like i i don't want to pay taxes i don't want it is medicine it's medicine and it's a, a textile it's like so many things but well, some people will say the, nicotine has medicinal benefits provided you don't smoke it but here's the federal tax rates for tobacco cigarettes and they i love how they give the irc 5071b I can't wait until IRC 280E is no longer how cannabis is classified for taxation purposes. There's going to be a different area of the tax code. That would be great. And so, like, that's the one for uh, cigarettes. And cigarettes generally are $50.33 per 1,000. That is their tax. No, that's that, that's a reasonable, like, a, somebody can go into business. Like, if I had a dream to be a tobacco grower i could do that if that was my dream but you know you know no one dreams about being a tobacco grower everybody no. wants the weed, weed man no and snuff is only taxed at a buck 51 per pound uh, and pipe tobacco is only taxed at two dollars and i'm sorry 2.8 cents a pound that's me that's messed up we're talking about taxes being all over the place and then chewing tobacco is taxed at 50 bucks a pound Hmm. Well, keep in mind, this is just federal, too, right? Because then you go into the states. The states are going to add theirs on here, right? Like, so here in Washington State, a pack of cigarettes is 10 bucks. Ten Now it's almost 11 bucks for a pack oh, of wow. marbles. But in, like, South Carolina, it's like 6 bucks or some shit because of the syntaxes we have here. Right. And so now we get to cannabis taxes. Uh, okay. And so there's going to be gradient taxes. So your rate on your first $20 million in sales is only going to be half of your tax rate. Everything you make over $20 million in sales, that's when you get the 25% tax. And so uh, if you are a micro grower, your first year, uh, there's gonna, the top rate will be 5%, which is reasonable. You know, 5%, that's because like, look, think about yeah. it though, in relation, uh, in relation to, um, uh, what do they call that stuff? The, I'm trying to, oh, this is fun. We're having a good time. Uh, I shouldn't be trying to talk. And also, <laughs> this is uh, what happened uh, when we don't have Lauren with us. <laughs> well, sometimes, Some, and then also, you know, it's like, yeah, hey, I, I think I got it. And then I take that one on, put you on solo, put me on solo, put this thing back on there. Nope, it's not working. 
Uh, and because I wanted the, uh, the larger picture like that. But if I remove you and, and you see, Miggy is the priority on this. But anyway, uh, the thing was, so if you were just driving at home uh, you, you, and you're watching it on your podcast verse, uh, that was confusing. So let's go back to the regular tax rates. Now, the, tip, the, the enactment, the first year it's enacted for the first 20 million in sales, 5%. Top rate, I guess, is 10%. Year one, 10%, 5% again. Year two, up to 15%. Year three, 20%, year four, 25%, year five, 25% where it tops off. That would be if you are making more than $20 million in sales. So think about that. What if you're making far less than $20 million in sales? Miggy, do you know when you're going to start making about $20 million in sales? If I made $20 million in sales, aren't I already like a corporation? Like I'm already an MSO. Nope. I'm already in a position that I can... I mean, like, no, you're still what they call it. That's middle a lot of market. freaking That's middle market businesses. Wow. Are two to 50 20 million? million, yeah, middle market. And so, like, you don't, it, it's that's just how businesses are. Most of them are middle market businesses. So, if you set it up in a certain way, uh, 20 million that would take quite a bit of acreage, uh, quite a bit of canopy space to be able to get to uh yeah. i could do the math pretty quickly but i i want to say that uh, it was coming up when i was doing the fourteen thousand square foot flowering expansion for our craft grows we'd be breaking over 20 million so it's like all right well i don't know because like it's a cultivation so you'd have to run it and, and then this is the excise rates and so this isn't going to hit the cultivators in theory right or would it hit the cultivators because they're going to have to sell it, it to would. Because then are they collecting it at all levels? Are they collecting the, the alcohol at all levels? Probably as well. But then the excise tax Probably, usually no, is well, levied I, on the uh, the retail person that's actually buying it, you know? But but again, we're thinking about we're talking about cannabis. So like no matter what by default, right? Cannabis is gonna be like viewed as nefarious, right? They're gonna get the growers processors first because they wanna know what's going into the damn system, which is unfortunate. You know, I, I don't I don't think tobacco growers are getting as hard a time as cannabis growers, you know, no, or even apple growers because apples make cider shock. Right. <laughs> I, I well, just, it's, there's going to be this fundamental unfairness no matter what for a long time. Yep. But they are going to tax it somehow. And that's the, one of the real big differences uh, between uh, the federal, uh, uh, the federal, the, the state one and also the one that should be introduced tomorrow. That one is uh, coming from Bloomberg is reporting, and this was on Friday, uh, Republicans cannabis bill to propose lower can lower taxes and state control. And then if we zoom into this area, the Bloomberg, and again, this is the only free article they'll give me this month. South Carolina Representative Nancy Mace has been reported to be leading the draft. Mace, who has declined to comment when asked about the initiative, has a press conference scheduled for Monday about her proposal. <laughs> Yep. So her legislation follows a bill from then we had just discussed the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. This let's see if there's any tie and the this cannabis stock. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I have to interrupt the regular. Can you believe that it is 420 somewhere? We're going to take a brief message from our sponsor. Now, again, the fundamental unfairness, if we could say we're having drinks at noon with everybody, mm. you know, have, have, a, have a drink with us. But God forbid we say have a sesh with us. I know, but still, boom, that's that sesh was brought to you by Collateral Base. If you have any issues in the legal cannabis business, 
Call collateral base. Uh, those who have seen Mace's draft says it will regulate cannabis more like alcohol, which is what we're really going for. The parody. We were just talking about the hypocrisy. I like it. This would be a, a lighter touch than the more rigorous oversight called for in Schumer's bill. Now, that's that's right. If it has a slighter touch, then it will be cheaper to operate. Uh, the overregulation is real in cannabis, which critics say will make pot akin to pharmaceutical drugs by putting... Uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration of charge and always seeing health and safety issues. This draft, which has also been seen by Bloomberg, hasn't been finalized and some details could still change. It's largely de delegate regulatory powers to existing state governments. Man, Oklahoma would just be outputting everywhere. Um, California-based oh, opera, Humboldt could explore it. I kind of like that. I mean, the yes. farmers there have had some hardness ship, you know. Uh, Bloomer Wellness, oh. a lobbyist in Washington, approaching for cannabis reform. Yeah, this could uh, knock the socks off of it. Now, her proposal, excise tax, is 3.75%, a fraction of the 25.5% that Schumer's legislation would put on marijuana products, provided they were making $20 million or more. Damn. But, you know, the Schumer bill, or like they call it the caca bill, because the caca. all the grandstanding, it's just... Just like, come on, man. Like, if you really cared, if you really want to make a difference, if you really like a subscribe, if you do. But, uh, you know, I was just saying, if you really cared, <laughs> you like that. I like how you slept that but, one in there. I just wish these mofos would just actually step up and do it, right? It's all this, like, I, like just this grandstanding. It's all it is, man. Like, I've been standing in the same place for over 20 years, and, and it takes a long time to for progress to happen. Like, that's just right. but listen the unfortunate truth. I mean, more and more about this bill I read, I'm like, dude, this bill is better than the other bills. Mace's bill would let state governments regulate health and safety of cannabis products and put the Alcohol, Tobacco, Tax and Trade Bureau, uh, an agency in the Department of the Treasury that collects excise taxes in charge of federal regulation instead of the FDA. I like that because then you don't have doctors telling you what to put in your pipe. And you just have the tax man going, 375. Uh, I get 3.75%. But here's the, here's the deal too, though, right? Like it's it, all these bills are great. They have great elements, whatever in the beginning, right? They all have something you like, something you don't like. But like in the end, it's not the thing that's going to come out the at the end, right? Even the Schumer caca bill, right? The the the, the tax part could be negotiated down to like six percent, and then we're all going to be like, "Yay, y'all did something!" Right. But like it's it's still about this bullshit, like bipartisan, right? I don't know if these guys are going to ever be bipartisan when when they can't even agree on like I don't know. The fair election that happened last thing, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. we gotta get this. There's the process, the what do, what do the parliamentary process? It's all it's something that we're all mostly ignorant about. But when you learn about it, you're like Jesus Christ, this thing is painful, long. And you know what wins, unfortunately? And again, back to taxes. Fucking money wins. Infrastructure yep. wins. Money wins. Infrastructure so, wins. And the political climate, social equity, is largely left out of this bill. Uh, and as a result, that means like some people aren't going to support it because it doesn't do it. So now we both agree on what we need to do. We just don't agree how what we need. To exactly. Do. And so social equity is fairly absent. It lacks legislation. It lacks a fund that would be designated to financially support minorities like the one in Schumer's proposal. And uh, it also does not try to repair the harm for the drug wars by promoting minority participation. Uh, and that will set up for. The debate that is social equity in cannabis and also in other things, you know, rectifying the harms in the drug war uh, or just being denied the ability to get a mortgage for decades. That had to suck. 
Well, that's the thing. So, so, you know, we talk about social equity. There's social equity goddamn groups everywhere. And everybody's got their own sexual equity, like, partnership of dumb shit. But I just, what is social? It, it's money. That's what social equity is. It's it's fair loans. It's it's financing. It's, it's hey, you didn't have this chance 10 years ago, five years ago. You know, and that's the thing. We, 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 we jumped to a social equity, you know, and it's very also racial bias with the way the origins of prohibition goes. But if legalization were to happen, true social equity is the chance to plant a seed and go, you know what? I'm going to do this for a business or I'm going to do this on the weekend because I like salads. It's not... It gives you the option to be one yeah. with this goddamn thing. No, you know? I think social equity goes a little bit beyond that, where it's like, look, you were systematically marginalizing us and denying us the, the type of wealth that you gave other people as we were here. And then so, so it gets back to the, the Pickford class in Florida. So if anybody's joining us and knows what the Pickford class is in Florida, you smash them likes and come back because you're probably a Florida lawyer and we will be needing Florida lawyers uh, one day. And so... Um, people who have been denied like uh, government benefits or been just uh, injured by government policy for decades. And they're trying to fix that. They're trying to get something once and for all. And I think that's what they're, and again, that's at least my understanding of what they're going for and seeing uh, how social equity is playing out in Illinois and how it's probably going to play out in the East coast. That's, that's by and large what it is. I understand. I just, it feels to me, it's almost the same argument for like reparations, right? Like we all just, you know, like realize if somebody was deserved some sort of like, they were given unfair, like true evil. They faced true evil, you know, early America, right? This Kidnapped, whole bullshit about critical exploited for generations. Great. Yes. Killed. Uh, right. Not considered a human being. You know I mean? Like that's with the critical race theory bullshit. It's like, mm -hmm. it's not critical race theory. It's goddamn history. This is all we're, this is all it is, right? Yes, there's been times where there's been unfair advantages and unfair things done to people for bullshit reasons. But in, in the end, I just at this point where the legal become federally legal and just give Americans, you know, like my neighbors, my that's why I'm trying to like just speed this conversation up because if we try and dilly dally about who owes what right now. There's still people sitting in jail. Lance is sitting in jail. Luke right. Scarmoso is sitting in jail. Matter of fact, but this is their opportunity. Uh, but, this is their opportunity as they see it. Like as they legalize cannabis, this is their chance. And so now you're going to have, I just, you know, or, or I just think yeah. that eventually another bill will continue to come until they, they get, you know, uh, what was denied. Well, people get older. Yeah. And lose time with their families in life. Like that's, this is just fundamentally. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. I don't think they should hold the, up cannabis legalization for it. No, yeah. um, you know, they shouldn't, but then, uh, you know, I mean, I agree. Like, yeah. There needs to be equity for sure. There needs to be people who are given an opportunity. But can we just stop doing the fucked up shit now? <laughs> oh, no, no. no. The, the messed up stuff will continue to go on. And Donald Trump is already running for president. And like he's got his uh, website all redone and all this. Because I subscribed to his stuff when he came down that escalator in 2015. I thought, oh, my God, it's going to be hilarious. You can't unsubscribe from his emails. Like, I have unsubscribed from his emails nine times <laughs> no i feel you man i mean like yeah. he wants your money but he just I mean, yeah the dumb shit's in 2003 is well check this one out because i mean remember we're talking about like a change in when legalization happens and here in washington state that is legal um did you read this one about the three million dollars that was destroyed no three million 
Zoom in on that and like, uh, bring us an article from the Union Bulletin. Go for it, Miggy. So in the legal state of Washington State, $3 million of cannabis grown by Touche Farms destroyed by state agents. That's the Washington State Liquor Control Board. So approximately 13,000 pounds of marijuana valued around $3 million was destroyed Wednesday, November 10th, just outside of three adjoining Touche Cannabis Farms, accused of growing more than the allowed by state law. So let's not even destroy the excess. Let's destroy everything. Let's, let's, let's F your life up right now because I don't know about you. Let's but take all your property for $3 million loss. But then the problem usually is law enforcement. They may then try to bring like a fairly large bribery scheme or bribery bribery um, charge to, to go with it. Because if you're, if you have a license and they say that you're operating outside of it, uh, you know, cause there's a legal defense. If you have a license, you can motion to dismiss, get out of here. Well, they but, have a license. Uh, that, that's that's one of the reasons why they usually bring the bribery charge then too, because then they have money to well, prosecute I think in this that. One, they're trying to stop the diversion bullshit, right? So this yeah. this this article goes on and like it, it sounds like a horror story. It says tub by tub, bundle by bundle, canvas that had been ready for harvest was instead dumped into holes, dug into the ground, and mixed with dirt, rendering them useless to commercial growers. While an agent with the liquor and cannabis board stood nearby and watched. I mean, this is some Oshawa shits right here. Evergreen Nirvana and Black Diamond Cannabis licensed with the state to grow 30,000 square feet of cannabis canopy and Green Volcano. Three fucking growers licensed for 10,000 square foot of canopy were each notified recently by the Liquor State Control Board that they were growing significantly more than the allotted space. The three farms are all located in the neighboring sites at the end of a dirt road uh, near Touche in Walla Walla County. So three farms. Joined together by the same property, you're effed because you look like you're. I mean, it just seems to me this could have been done when it comes to regulation, when it comes to enforcement, this could have been handled a whole lot better. And this is part of like the fucked up part of regulation goes with cannabis because, you know, first we got to stop putting each other in jail and then we can oh, yeah. work on like infrastructure. But I, I do I mean, like, we have to stop putting people in jail and we need to pay those people that have been in jail back uh, very much because that was wrong to rob them of all that stuff. And the larger thing, you know, if you want to have programs that actually give them incentivization for getting in, great, and call it social equity, great, but definitely put the tax dollars back in there and have programs because they just hurt these communities. And so the, the personal liberties and the freedoms of just like, go for it and do it. No, we don't, we don't need to do these other fixing things. Uh, it, I mean, it comes from well, like no. a, a point of the experience that they must just not have that there or just care. Like, don't they see how the drug war has harmed communities terribly? And that community being your society, your neighbor, your own freaking uh, neighborhood. Like, it is. It's nothing but egregious and wrong. But I think when people get into politics, they don't have to leave their house anymore. Right. It's like all these people who. Who want to freak out and be like, oh, anti-fuzz everywhere and all this other freaked out shit. Or there's a war on Christmas. Like all this dumb rhetoric means you don't leave your house or you only have like three friends. that You only watch one channel. I don't know what to tell you, but. Yeah, like, they, they, you are you're being influenced by people that are trying to inflame your passions. And that's why we're going to play Name That Strength. We're going back to this old uh, chestnut right here. Now, we did this last week, and people mentioned that they could tell what the strain was by reading the um, 
TLD. And the TLD, of course, is the top level domain, or that URL right there, the TLD actually would be just the uh, scontent.org.2.c Instagram, and then just a whole bunch of that. That is a tashing style of tag, and that is a different type of database. What type of database is that, Mickey? I'm not sure, bro. And it's probably an, it's a it's a node, and so it's probably a mean stack, uh, and and therefore it's not the lamp stack that we use when we're devving. But hey, if you guys like dev, you might want to like to try this strain. There she is, um, and you can't you can't tell what it is. We've we've made that sufficiently um, uh, unknown. Viewer submitted, right? Tag is right there. What's that? Viewer submitted as well. Viewer submitted. And so if you follow us over at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com uh, or well, me on Instagram at CannabisIndustryLawyer, then you can follow that. This one is, uh, as you can see, it's it's viewer submitted. Uh, the trim is quite light, uh, which is fine sometimes. When you lightly trim like that, uh, you've made your job at the, uh, it, it can it can expand or extend the shelf life to a certain extent because you're protecting all the nice little soft trichromes in there underneath those sugary leaves that you have not quite cut off. But before you prepare it for consumption, you have, you can always take some off. You know, you can't put it back on. That's one of the things with trimming, right? And that's one of the reasons why this isn't quite a farmer's trim, but this would definitely be a light trim. And that's fine. I like to lightly trim my cannabis. I think it keeps it fresher longer for when I get out of the terps or they haven't volatilized as much. This is what we would like call, the, uh... and uh, go ahead, me. I was going to say this oh, is what just we say, call I like the, the Ganja white. You know, right. You can't, my, my Ganja cert doesn't really show up well back there. It just looks like a white box, <laughs> you know? It does. That's, that's the Ganja cert. Like so, yeah. Well, I should bring it up. I see it. It's, it's actually that. But uh, let's put that back on the stream. And then, did you have any other uh, stories for the week, dude? Oh, yeah, I got another one, man. So uh, another uh, viewer interactive, uh, uh, this was sent to me an email by RJ. What up, RJ? You remember RJ with uh, uh, Kuro, Cairo, the Cairo? Uh, Japanese gentleman in uh, Mexico? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, so he found he came across a story in a Japanese paper. And he's like, this is the last thing we need as uh, activists for this to make bullshit headlines. So oh. one of the uh, insiders, marijuana users, has made Zayn Malik aggressive and paranoid. Yeah, hmm. in bullshit news. So uh, Zayn Malik, if nobody knows, is we'll find out here in a second. Uh, let's see, close sources uh, to the post said that the singer and former One Direction member has been known to smoke weed to the point that he becomes aggressive and paranoid or like uh, an angry man. I don't know. This, guy, this, this is stupid. They're blaming cannabis for this guy's just being a dickhead. Like, honestly, weed doesn't make you... You know what I mean? Like, it's not his personality. It's not, right. or maybe it is. And if it is, no, I'm maybe pretty we sure it's not. And, and it's that was crap. And isn't is this guy British? Because it was One Direction, and doesn't Britain have a far more of a stigma and a phobia against it? So this would be like way more likely to be broken into a British press as opposed to like here. We'd be like, you oh, stupid. Yeah. Well, it's pressing enough. India is very anti. Their media is very heavy on prohibition too. Like. A place that had cannabis ganja as a sacrament, a sacrament, mm -hmm. you know, with the bang, because uh, uh, bang is like cannabis bang. and I think oh, like no. uh, oil. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a drink. It is a bong, drink. Yes. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it's holy that they, they use the bong on. I, I would need to confirm with uh, our Indian partners, but uh, yeah, good people. 
Yeah, yeah. No, so it's just weird how pro like the media is in different areas. But yeah, the the British media not friendly when it comes to cannabis. You know, everything's skunk to those guys or the dank, and that's yep. all gonna kill you. Yeah, everything's skunk or the dank, and this stuff isn't. But you can buy this at my local dispensary because I found it on Leafly when I was doing some research for it, and we're gonna go over it. Oh, nice. Let me see if I now if it's I sh- if I do this though. This is where I kind of give it away a little bit uh, for the people that are like able to pay attention, uh, because you see, if I put it in there, uh, then they could have read the, the the top of it. So what if I what if I try to like just back that out, back that out? Okay, and then uh, and now I'm going to try. Dude, we got okay. some savvy, smart listeners. We got some smart people that are, and so there 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 it is on Leafly, uh, and and I've backed it out. Now it just says strains, uh, but that that's it. And the first word is a fruit. That's right. And it's not a peanut okay. butter paradise. It's not an Inca. It is not a cheese. It's not a sunset sherbet, but it does have fruitier flavors. Uh, uh, the, this could have you know cool? been made into a sherbet. What's really cool is uh, uh, the Leafly article picture. It looks like the nut picture you just posted, like how the right. G- genetics. Right. The genetics. And it's like when I when I pulled it up on Leafly, I'm like, yeah, I can see it. But you can see there, and that's not a light trim. That is a fairly tight trim as if you're going to be boxing it up because some buyers, they are like, hey, I don't want the sugar leaf on there. I'm not paying for that sugar leaf, you know, but uh, if you're the grower and you're going to have it in, in your stash and, and hold it and you want the terps to be freshest, it's not causing any harm. If anything, it's protecting the heads of the um, uh, the resinous heads of the trichomes. Kind of savoring it, huh? protecting it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. What, what strain is it? Because I don't know. You guys, what you strain is it? Oh, I see. Hang, uh, let me see if I can uh, send you a link on that. Nope, it's not going to. But uh, I guess we could just tell them. Nobody's gotten it yet, right? <laughs> I don't know because I don't know what strain it is. Ah, you don't know what strain it is? Well, now, I've been watching the comments come in and, and nobody <laughs> okay. has gotten it yet. And Unless somebody has said the word lemon. Has anybody used lemon yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael used did. that as a, as a, okay, it's, it's a lemon. No, it is not super lemon haze. That may be one of its progeners, though. That may be one of its progeners, but it's not that. Uh, actually, is it one of its progeners? Uh, uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Meringue. It's lemon meringue. And so I'm going to assume that nobody got it, but uh, it's lemon meringue, a.k.a. lemon meringue pie. Uh, and you can, so it's lemon meringue, also known as lemon meringue pie. It's a sativa marijuana bred by exotic genetics made from a sweet, zestful cross of lemon skunk. So similar to so what somebody, I believe, uh, uh, mentioned earlier. And cookies and cream, this pungent strain emits a variety of aromas, including citrus, dietzel, and nuttiness. At the center of this bouquet is a tart slice of lemon meringue pie. Meringue, lemon meringue's effects offer uplifting and invigorating energy that encourages fickle activity. The strain's subtle motivational qualities and pleasant euphoria make it a go-to for folks combating fatigue, depression, and minor headaches, or just going for a hike. All weed helps my depression. <laughs> Well, here's here's the thing where it gets weird. Uh, so uh, because Leafly is a listing service for Dispos, you oh, can man. then click on this one here, uh, where is my local one of them. So that's not that far away. And you can get yourself uh, lemon meringue kush number six, uh, one eighth of an ounce, $60. Now that is Damn. pre-tax. That is a pre-tax. We just got flagged. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah, we probably oh, yeah. we will know by the time we hang up. <laughs> you just by the time a price. we hang up, we just saw we just saw the price. We just said where it is. You know, just 
as if we're discussing it. Like, well, what's the cost of a pint in Boston? In the legal you know, state. Like, if we were talking Seriously, about Seriously, like, though. Like, but, oh, my gosh, I can get a pint of beer for $4 in Peoria, Illinois. That's right. You can because it costs very little to live here. Uh, how much is a pint of beer in Seattle? Well, if you're going to go to a bar, so yeah, it's definitely like six, seven bucks, eight bucks. Or, or if you go to watch a cracking game, it's 15. Wow. It's like yeah, almost 20 bucks for one beer, but I think they're cutting down. That's a hockey game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you know How what? Is, though? Yeah, people like the Kraken. I mean, do they have any Kraken weed strains out yeah. there yet? Not yet, but you know that would be a great one. They have liquor already. And speaking of though, like how we're talking about like the great hypocrisy of getting flagged, dude, and uh-huh. you know that lemon ring sounds delicious, right? But what doesn't sound delicious is goddamn Arby's fried vodka. Whoa, what? That Arby's is making French fried vodka. That can't be real. Arby's you know? French fried vodka. Don't that, that's that sounds so gross. I'm just no. saying, like, this is the great hypocrisy you're living. Arby's, okay. they make headlines. Everybody wants to be like, yay, you guys are awesome for making what this horrible the, What's the skinny on Arby's fry liquor? So give us more detail. It said Connecticut on there, but what's the, what's the, you know, you know, is it, is it two French fry vodka information? No, it's what's the 411. So did you just, That's how it. do they make the French fries infused into the vodka? Do they burn the fries and throw some vodka on it and then strain it off a day later or what? Well, Vodka is potato-based, so the limited edition liqueur is potato-based naturally, or made uh, by Minneapolis-based Tattersall Distilling. The curly fried vodka is distilled with cayenne, paprika, onion, and garlic, and the crinkle fried vodka incorporates kosher, salt, and sugar. Hmm. So they're being infused when they're made at that time. Uh, but it just it just seems to me like like God forbid like cannabis like with Girl Scout cookies like every time there's something popular or something the candies that look out there's a hizzy. Right. There's this great media. What about the children? Or at least right. for the most part, the ignorant people are, are doing that shit. But like, and then we got French fry vodka. And then we got French fry vodka. Why do we have that? I have no idea. But you know what? I think that's uh, another episode of Cannabis Legalization News. We discussed the federal cannabis legalization news in depth in this episode. And if I'm going to hazard a guess, I'm going to say 2024, maybe 2023. But I think there's going to be a fairly large social equity battle before it. What about you, Maggie? And even though it's still, we'll have to get work. Oh, whether it's 2024 or 2022, there'll still be another like 10 years before it's all worked out. State, inter, interstate and all that stuff. So, yeah, 10 years at least until I can travel the state and buy weed somewhere else with just my driver's license. And we look forward to that day. Until then, we'll see you. But, oh, my goodness, I have done a terrible job exploiting of who I am and where I'm supposed to be. I will be at a trade show on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday in uh, Columbia, Missouri. And so that is a suburb of St. Louis. If you're in the St. Louis area and in the industry, come on out and say hi at the uh, Cannabis Industry Professionals uh, Conference at the Embassy Suites in Columbia. Uh, so I'm going to have to pack up our trade gear. Uh, that, that, that pop-up will be there. My, my cryon cannot come because it is a video. Uh, however, I will be bringing all the stuff that we have, even the shirts. I'm going to give away the shirts. And so come get some shirts from me. Nice. Uh, and then also if, uh, I mean, because the Missouri's going to go. I think Missouri's going to go more the style that like Ohio's going, where that app isn't that hard to put together. It really just becomes real estate. And so the real estate aspect yeah. of it is huge. And that's going to be discussed a lot. And and it's fun. You know, real estate is it, it's what I used to do. And so I guess, you know, well, having a real estate I mean, license is nice. I think it'd just be cool to see another 
market of people with the access to get recreational cannabis that's going to create its own culture you know uh the cannabis culture has been in isolation because of prohibition but now as a state by state like here in washington state it was a very tight-knit when it was medical medical there's a lot of unity we're all against the police you know but when recreational happened uh it got disbanded very hard through the legislation but somehow it's reforming and regrouping and and it'd be cool to see what comes out of missouri yep oh yeah so yeah all right man well come we'll be seeing yeah, check us out <laughs> come check us out and i'll be seeing you next time and this one goes out to all the members thank you guys and if you guys want to become a member we can update our uh, uh, uh credits and so we'll see you on not wednesday because i'll be at a, a trade show but maybe you'll see miggy on wednesday yeah later on Yo, <laughs> I like this overlay with no faces. Uh, yeah.